Thank you for joining me on the Spirit-Led Business Podcast. Today's topic is laying a foundation. Welcome back to the podcast. I really appreciate you joining me. Um, Early this morning, I was reading the Kenneth Copeland Word of Faith Study Bible, and there was something in there that was so powerful that I just have to share it with you. Uh, If you have a copy of this Bible, it's on page 1,459. And the title of uh, Brother Copeland's teaching here is called Prayer is the Foundation of Every Christian Endeavor. And the title of today's podcast is Laying a Foundation. And that foundation is prayer. So let's see what he says here. Prayer is the foundation of every Christian endeavor. And that would include every business endeavor. Every Christian failure or the failure of every good work to bear fruit is not a word failure, a God failure, a Jesus failure, or a Holy Spirit failure. It's a prayer failure. Wow. You know, waking up early in the morning to pray day after day is not wasted time. You are laying a foundation that you can build everything that God has called you to do on. God's will is that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's in Colossians chapter one, verse 10. Everything the believer does should bear good fruit. Let somebody say amen to that. We are born again in his image and are new creatures in him. We are filled with his spirit and he has made us to sit together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has given us his name, his armor and his word. We are equipped to do mighty exploits in his name and bear good fruit for his kingdom. Wow, that is so powerful right there. For this reason, we ought to expect his anointing to produce great and mighty things when he calls us to an assignment. If an assignment from heaven is worth doing, it's worth doing right. And the right way to do every assignment is to lay a foundation of prayer. Continuing on, to fulfill God's call, your own ability and credentials don't mean much. Ah, is that humbling right there? I'm going to read that again. To fulfill God's call, your own ability and credentials don't mean much. Regardless of anyone's natural ability, unless that endeavor is backed and founded in prayer, he or she will fail at some point. Ability will not carry a person. Somewhere down the line, he or she will begin to depend on the arm of the flesh and it will fail. Just check out Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5. So it behooves the believer to know and learn what real prayer is and invest in it. Absolutely. You know, prayer is an investment. You're taking time out of your life to spend in prayer. And and when you do so, you are investing in your future. You are investing in the things that you are endeavoring to do. You are actually sowing Prayer is really sowing into your future. You're clearing the way for you to accomplish what God has called you to do. Real prayer is not begging or just asking. Real prayer is based on the word of God and is about asking and receiving. Jesus said, and whatever you ask in prayer, if you believe, you will receive. That's in Matthew chapter 21 and verse 22. 
In Mark chapter 11, verse 24, he said, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. Believing you receive is part of praying, but thanksgiving and praising God and testifying of the results are also a part of it. Praising God stills the enemy and the avenger, according to Psalm chapter 8, verse 2, and Matthew chapter 21, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20 through 21 says, Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God will make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Every work you start will bear fruit if you will back it in prayer, in communication with Jesus Christ our Lord, the great shepherd who was raised up by the power of God. You must realize you have powerful weapons that guarantee results in prayer. I want to read that again. You must realize you have powerful weapons that guarantee results in prayer. First, you have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. According to Jesus himself, this alone guarantees results in prayer. And you'll find that in Mark chapter 16, verse 17 through 18, John chapter 14, verse 13 through 14, John chapter 5, verse 16, and John chapter 16, verse 24. You also have the word of God. The written word of God is his will. It should be the foundation and confidence of every prayer and is our handbook for success in every area of life. When prayer is based on God's eternal word, you can approach the Father with the answer on your lips. Knowing the outcome by faith in what God has already said produces a confidence that cannot be shaken no matter what the circumstances look like. The problem must yield to the force of God's written word. For example, many hope to be healed and will beg God for it. But faith says, praise God, I am healed because Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 through 5 and 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 say, Jesus bore my sicknesses and carried my diseases. And Lord, I just want to thank you that because you said it, I believe I am already healed. I receive my healing by faith in your written word in the name of Jesus. Psalm 138 verse 2 says, you have exalted your word above all your name. When Jesus himself was sorely tempted while on the Mount of Temptation, he backed down Satan by speaking three words that silenced him every time. It is written. That's in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, 7, and 10. Jesus depended on the finality and authority of the written word of his Father to defeat every attack of the enemy. Should we do any less? Continuing on, some may argue the scriptures on healing, finance, and victory over every attack of the devil may not be referring to you or that it may not be God's will to heal, prosper, or bless you. But you are a born-again child of the living God. The new birth is based on Jesus' blood shed on Calvary's cross and his resurrection from the dead. Because of his sacrifice, you've been redeemed from the curse of the law. 
This included the curse of sickness and disease, a manifestation of the death that came on mankind after Adam sinned. Believe and receive what Jesus did for you and what God's word promises and provides. These things belong to you as a new creature in Christ Jesus. You are a blood-bought child of God, a joint heir with Jesus, seated together with him in heavenly places. You don't have to struggle and cry about your situation or think God is trying to teach you something through suffering. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us Jesus never refused to heal anyone and Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says that God shall supply your every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus his peace is yours and his protection and wisdom belong to you God's word details the awesome price Jesus paid for you to walk in victory and freedom from all that the curse included. He has already done the struggling so you could go free. Romans chapter 8 verse 37 says, Know in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. God has invited you to come boldly to his throne of grace to find mercy and grace to help in the time of need not dragging in there with a heart of shame and condemnation. You are forgiven and washed clean by the blood of Jesus. He finds no fault in you. Come joyfully with the answer on your lips from the word of God and the confident and loving cry of Abba Father in your heart. Receive the one who loves you with an everlasting love and gave himself for you. Well, praise the Lord. That's what I wanted to share with you this morning and encourage you to continue in prayer. Be steadfast in prayer. Don't get weary in your prayer life. Every time you pray, you are not starting from scratch. It is like stacking Legos. When I woke up this morning, I wasn't starting brand new. I was starting from where I left off yesterday or where I left off the day before. Or when, It's just day after day, prayer after prayer, you're building something. And what you're building is your future. What you're building is your success. And what you're building most importantly is your relationship with God. I trust you enjoyed this teaching today and my prayer is that it produces much fruit in your life. Let me also encourage you to subscribe to the Spirit Led Business Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you will also leave a review, it will help others find these timely teachings. And lastly, be sure to visit spiritledbusiness.net. Thanks again and have a blessed day.